I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. I was just standing still, stupidly. Hold on, I gotta make You're a... the one that ruined the beginning. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Very Unreasonable Things. I'm one of your hosts, Billy Bone, joined by Daniel Sanders. Hello. This episode, we've got Courtney Sanders with us. Hello again. Back again. Indeed, back again. It's nice to have you back, Courtney. It's nice to be here. So, Very nice. <laughs> we're covering this on this episode. We're covering a movie that, that Daniel chose. I'm assuming though that Courtney had some influence on this pick, just a little bit. Yeah, we talked about it last time. One of the last times she was on. That's what had it had me thinking about it. We did mention that before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what's the movie then? Yeah, go ahead and tell us, baby. Oh, me. Mm-hmm. Doctor Giggles. Doctor Giggles, 1992. Released October 23rd, 1992. Dr. Giggles is the heartwarming story of a would-be doctor who wants to do illegal heart transplants. Basically. Basically, yeah. right. That's it. <laughs> I got the textbooks, the diagrams, the cadavers. This is the real thing. Scalpel. Bigger scalpel. Better. Cut through the derma suction. Using a retractor. And cauterize. Just nudge these intestines over to the right. Bone cutter. Uh oh. Nicked a bit of the liver there. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Pancreas. <laughs> it only hurts when I laugh. What's happening? Jennifer? You are dead. Don't worry, it's just a routine operation. Doctor, we'll see you now. <laughs> uh, Dr. Giggles was directed by Manny Cotto. And when I looked it up, I couldn't find a bunch of stuff that he really did. He did an episode of Tales from the Crypt, Morning Mess, and then um, the movie Cover Up, which I think was early 90s as well, which had Dolph Lundgren and Louis Gossett Jr. I don't know if y'all remember Louis Gossett Jr. He did all the Iron yeah. Eagle movies. Yeah. yeah. Which I've never seen a single one, but nope. what they have like five of them, four of them. Yeah, a lot of iron. You can always kind of tell that they were ripping Top Gun. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. like, look, Top Gun's Top Gun. So, and a lot of people love those fucking movies, but I just never watched them. I've never seen them either. I, I have seen Dolph Lundgren in a few movies though. 
Punisher, yeah. Universal Soldier, He Man, or Masters of the Universe. That's a great one. Masters Obvious. of the Universe. Yeah. Obviously, what everybody's seen him in: Rocky Four, playing Ivan Drago. Rocky it's- what? Four. He was in that. That's the only one I know him from, right. actually. I'm joking. Obviously. I was going to say, surely you're not serious. Uh, so, starring Larry Drake as the titular, titular, uh, am I saying it right? Titular. Titular. But, uh, but as the title character, Dr. Giggles, uh, you may remember him from L.A. Law or from Darkman 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. What the hell was the dude's name? Darwin or something? No, it, that's not it. But if you wouldn't it's have. some type of D. If you wouldn't have said, I could have remembered. Uh, I, I have no idea. And then here's a surprise, you know, given the, the movie. Holly Marie Combs. Yeah. I forgot who, she was in it till we rewatched it. <laughs> yeah. Who, you know, I know most people are probably going to remember from. Charmed. Yep. And she did a couple other things. The movie came in at 96 minutes and was apparently a part of a deal that Largo Entertainment had with Dark Horse Comics as a part of a first look option. And I guess there were some uh, Dr. Giggles comics that came out later. And I guess maybe it was a doctor, or not a doctor, but a Dark Horse Comics character. And they're like, hey, here, you can make a movie of this. Don't know. Never seen them. Didn't know about that yeah. until I was doing some research. That's I funny. Never guessed that that would be a comic book at all. Yeah, it's funny. Like we saw Dark Horse and I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, yeah, Dark Horse did a lot of movie stuff back then too. That was their main thing because they had the Alien comics or Alien versus Predator. Uh, that's all I remember right now. There, there was other things they did though. But like I said, they did a lot of movie based properties. But yeah, so I mean, that's a little bit of background information about Dr. Giggles. Um, I mean, normally we talk about the first time we saw the movie. Uh, I just go ahead and say the first time I saw it was when you guys said, hey, let's talk about Dr. Giggles. What? Yeah. Yeah, I had seen it around. I just, for whatever reason, never saw it. Apparently, me and my family liked mostly B movies when I was growing up. Maybe that's what we had available at our movie store. Yeah, the movie stores and the cable TVs and stuff like that. Like the like USA the, Up the All Night is where can, I saw the majority yeah, of these yeah. things. That probably is the exact same thing for me. Yeah. Like Up All Night, and we had talked about it before, Monster Vision. Like, with the old horror movies, Yeah, that's like an automatic. You don't have, don't have anything to watch, just fucking find that channel, put it on there. And even if you haven't seen it before, just have it on. I was like, and you'll catch some good shit. I was like six the first time I saw this, though. Like, I... Did not remember being that young, but I do remember seeing it when it first came out. So apparently, yeah. I was that young. I, I like I said, I don't know how I missed it because that was. I mean, it came out in nineteen ninety two, which was you know I was renting a lot of movies back then, and I mean I'd seen like movies on USA, um, you know, like at other people's houses. Like, like that's where I saw the movie The Hand was on USA. Uh, me and Josh were talking about this, and you know, one time, and I was telling him about that. Have y'all ever seen that movie? Uh-uh. I don't think so. And like, I think it's an Oliver Stone movie. You say the hand, and I think the hand that rocks the cradle. So, I don't think so. 
No, yeah, this is a, a movie where a dude loses his hand and it goes evil. Okay. Yeah. I think I missed that one. But yeah. Um, That's the only two people that I recognized in it, though, was Holly Combs and uh, the guy who played Durant was his name. Durant, that's it. Yeah, Durant. But that's the only two people I noticed. I think I noticed a couple of guys and was like, I don't know, if, but I think I was wrong. They just probably looked a lot like them. Well, there was one dude, like the boyfriend, to me. In the beginning? He, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, no, the, no. The one that, one of the guys that lives in the movie, he looked to me kind of like one of those dudes on that show Scrubs or something like that. Like kinda, Zach Braff or something? Yeah, like a knockoff version. Yeah. Yeah. That's immediately what I thought of. I saw him and I was like, oh, this guy looks sort of familiar. I know it's not him, but yeah, I just, that's what I thought of. Bunch of B-list actors who look very similar to other famous actors that we know. That's why everybody looks familiar, but we can't quite place anyone. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we had we had knockoff Corey Feldman in Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Oh my God, that's true. And I, I f- couldn't see anything but that. I think that he's going to be in one of the movies that we're covering. Like, Who? I think that that guy, I swear I've seen him before, I think that he might be in um, one of the Fridays or... Maybe not Fridays, because I know those pretty well, but like maybe one of the others, you know? But. So, six years old when you saw Dr. Giggles. How old were you, Daniel? Uh, Me? Oh, shit, dude. I remember seeing it a long time ago. I was probably maybe 11 or 12, something like that. Like in that situation, watching it on, you know, Monster Vision or Up All Night or something like that. Yeah. Because the last time I had watched it, and I don't even know, yeah, because I didn't remember anything about it. I wasn't even 100% sure if I had seen it. But as I'm watching it, I was remembering some things, and it was like, okay, I have seen this before. But I still don't remember jack shit about it. So it was probably 10 or 12. I'm not sure. Apparently, I was a little psychopath because I watched it a lot, and I remembered fucking everything. Oh, shit, sorry. Oh, we, we speak all kind of obscenities on here, but um, yeah, this podcast is tagged explicit. <laughs> yeah, exactly for a reason. God dang okay, it! Well, now I know. <laughs> yeah, but um, so much so that whenever my ass started watching it, I was like, "This fucking dude is straight up in a suit getting heart surgery." Like, this shit is going to be bad. You know what I mean? It's going to be really cheesy. And she was like, no, dude. She she was like, he's in a mental hospital and those are patients above watching. And I was like, okay, so he's murdering someone. That makes more sense. I can get down with that. But even I was shocked by that. I was like, I'm about to buckle up because this is going to be fucking insane. You know, how do you get. I, I guess, you know, you don't want details to get in the way of the movie, but. Because when I first started watching it, I thought he was a doctor, too. And then, you know, it's like, oh, it's when the patient's escaping, you know, it's uh, we call him Dr. Giggles. You know, has a super high IQ, blah, blah, blah. Who the fuck let him out of his straitjacket? Okay. Allowed him access to all of those different things he needed to be doing that. It's not just getting into a room real quick. You know, he just slipped a guard and now he's got the opportunity. He has to to do a lot of different things to... Chop that guy. Up. I think they rely on the fact that he's been there since he was a kid. So technically, they don't know who he is or what he was involved in, even though he was a little psychopathic murderer as a kid, too. But so he came there as a kid and didn't actually 
hurt anybody up until that point. Oh, okay. So he probably wasn't restrained like that. Like I said, movie magic. They rely on the fact that they kind of throw these things at you. Like, we don't know yeah. who he is. Don't know where he came from. Yeah, it's like, they'll figure it out. I mean, there's a kid missing and a bolo out for him, but we never put the two and two together. <laughs> yeah, you know? for real. And yeah, and every one of the things I noticed, too, and, and I'm sure we'll get to it again later, but, you know, he goes missing, and, like, the one cop is just like, hmm. I'm just going to ignore all the signs. I know what's happening, but I'm not going to acknowledge it. Fuck it. And then, yeah. the, and then the police chief's like, yeah, we're not acknowledging this. People can just die. We're yeah. not going to do our jobs. Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, they didn't do their jobs then whenever there was a big to-do, made the papers, murder, doctor murdered, whatever the fuck, that yeah. whole deal. Child missing, right? Yeah. And then... Like, like his, four minutes down the road at the fucking orphanage, <laughs> they have a new orphan, yeah. and they can't find him anywhere. Yeah, that's right, because his his dad was stoned to death. It wasn't yeah. the police that did their job. It was the townspeople stoned to death. They took yeah. care of business. And then, yeah, so Dr. Giggles, or what was his name? Um, Evan Rendell. Yeah, Junior. Evan Rendell. Yeah, that's right, because he keeps saying, Dr. Rendell. Yeah. Fucking escapes, yep. and I guess his master plan was to just murder the entire town? Take, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, they kind of allude to that, to take vengeance on the town that murdered his father, is what he says to the picture, so. Yeah, yeah so he's. Like his I dad wasn't ass. killing everybody already. Well, they only did like seven people, I think, and then now he's like, no, I'm going to kill everybody in this town, because it's not until later on when he finds out that Holly Marie Combs' character, Jennifer, has a heart condition where he kind of changes his... Uh, plan yeah because up until then he's just systematically fucking killing people yeah he starts off with a few people that you know break into his house which did you notice like obviously the house is you know fucking dilapidated hasn't been used in forever since like 1957 i guess like 40 years right 35 35 i think they said so this house hasn't been used in forever but when he opens up the wardrobe his clothes are pristine <laughs> so yeah. is the basement. Yeah. yeah. Are you talking about the fucking hospital that's yeah. underground? Oh my it's god! It's a whole town. Did you see how it opened up? Like they, it, the hallways go on forever in all directions. Yeah. yeah. That's what. That's what I was like when. Yeah. Later on, when they fucking go into the basement and it, and it has like the doctor's end sign, and then all of a sudden you're just into this whole working ass hospital or something somehow. Yeah. It's like nobody knew this was fucking here ever. Yeah. Like, somebody built the shit. He just had it behind a wall, and they're like, we're just going to ignore that like the missing kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, did y'all want to try to do a synopsis? You do uh, it. No, man. You uh, explain what this fucking thing's about. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you're like, hey, man, there's a doctor, psychopath, patient. Trying to be like his dad. Wants to be daddy. a doctor like his dad, so he fucking... Starts breaks killing out, people. killing the fuck out of some people. Finds a a girl that he likes that he wants to specially take out her heart and try to do a transplant on her. Oh, and we, then he, um, you know, we also forgot to it. mention the main he thing. What? He has like the creepiest, most annoying laugh on the planet. It's not a laugh; it's a giggle. It is a giggle. That yeah, is my mistake. Yeah, he's I apologize. Not, <laughs> he's not Doctor Laughs. <laughs> That's so true. So true. <laughs> Doctor Laughles. <laughs> But I, at the very beginning of the movie, though, Jennifer's character, Jennifer is, um, when she's talking to her doctor, 
she's essentially given the recipe to surviving a horror movie. Did y'all catch that? Where he's like, obviously it's in relation to her heart condition, but he's like, you know, no strenuous activity, which means yeah. no sex and no alcohol. Yep. yep. And then she immediately breaks the alcohol thing by drinking some wine. And stress. Shit. I know, right? Well, she, I mean, she didn't have sex. Well, no, but she did, like, hear her dad getting down. Oh, yeah. Dad was getting a little bit. Yeah. Dad was taking care of business, son. Taking somebody to pound town. Seriously. So much so she was crying and ate an entire gallon of ice cream when he walked away. (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, and speaking of the the stepmom, you know, it's like they try to position her as being a a bitch. Yeah. But then, like, when he leaves, you know, she's crying, and it's almost like, well— Maybe she just is legitimately worried that the daughter is trying to come between them. Or maybe she's crying because she didn't get hers, and that's why she wanted him to stay. Yep. I mean, it it sounded like she got it. It did. It actually did. She was at least definitely on the way. She was. I mean, you didn't get get much chance for character development because she was immediately fucking killed. In yeah. the creep, like, worst way possible. That <laughs> was disgusting. Yeah. Like, w- the suction hose had a, a fucking... It's almost like... The, a blender. Something, yeah, something you would put down a drain to unclog. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, that may have been what it was. Like, an actual pump for uh, cleaning out a drain. His dad just had a bunch of homemade Maybe. tools that he modified to just murder people. And that's what he's using. Maybe so, because some of them uh, medical t- tools and devices looked pretty murdery. Yes. They do, don't they? And, and you know, I'm sitting there like, I'm not a doctor, so I'm just like, this may be like a legit fucking thing. I, like, <laughs> I don't know what you would use this for other than killing somebody, but. I've seen some pretty medieval shit before, so I honestly can't say one way or the other if these are like bullshit or not. Except for the stabby nail thing. You know, it was like a nail gun, but like a medieval one. He said, pop on somebody's head, and it like killed the shit out of him. Yeah. Well, dude, so w- w- the first people he kills is the uh, is the the couple that gets locked into the room, right? Because yep. the guy's like, let me use this fucking pickaxe to wedge you in here. Uh, and the only and way you're going to get out is, yeah, and apparently his plan is for them to fuck. And that's why he locked them in this room. And, you know, the dude's trying to open the door, and he's like, oh, I think I dislocated my arm. And she's like, oh, well, and she grabs his dick, and she's like, well, if you get this door open, I may fuck you. And he immediately throws himself back into the door, <laughs> uh, then decides to, to play a trick on her and be like, oh, my eye, hardy, har, har, I got you. And then he gets stabbed by a needle that, and this is what I was getting to, he gets stabbed by this needle that immediately causes him to spit up blood. And stroke out. He was all Dude, grabbing yeah. his arm like, oh, shit. Yeah, this motherfucker didn't just spit up blood. He immediately, like, vomited up his fucking organs. It was like foamy Liquefied stuff. organs. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it was a weird blood look. It looked like it yeah. was guts mixed in with that shit. Exactly. And he hit him with some toxic waste, I guess. It was fucking instantaneous. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of fast-acting fucking poison is this? Or you know, gut liquefier or whatever. Turns out they used green um, Hawaiian punch for that. For what he spit up? No, that was the poison that Dr. Giggles used. Oh. Because it was some type of green shit. And then apparently, too, like, (laughs) 
and I think we we jumped past it, but the jingle they had for the doctor that they started fucking singing as they were going yeah. into his house, and then yeah. they all yeah. just start fucking like dancing in unison to it. Yep. It was like some seventies fucking like poetry corner snapping shit though. Yeah, <laughs> it was ridiculous. And you did then so, the, the fucking kids, man. I'm sorry, I didn't know you was about to say something, but the kids. You could tell this movie took place in the fucking '90s because these kids look like they stepped out of a Trapper Keeper ad. Oh my god, they really do. And if you don't know what a Trapper Keeper is, fucking look it up because it's straight up Too '80s young for '90s this podcast. shit. Yeah, it's '80s '90s shit. Oh yeah, it was hot too. Everybody had to have one. Fuck oh yeah. yeah, every year you had to have a Trapper Keeper new design. Yep, and then they would fall like, apart about mid year. Every single one of them was like stereotypical what you would think in like a back to school ad in 1991 through 1995. Like douchebag number one with the curly, like parted hair. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, kills me. Everything about that guy kills me. Even wanting his girlfriend to wear his mom's lingerie, especially that. That was a little weird. That's crazy. Exactly. I had that in my, my fucking notes too. Like, you want your girlfriend to wear your mom's lingerie so you can fuck her. That's so weird. Very much so. And then you get mad when all she wants you to do is wear a fucking condom. Did Seriously. You, did you immediately know, drop right? in a toilet? And then dig out but with did, your own toothbrush. But you did y'all it. peep it that she like had poked holes in the condom? Because when he picked it up, it was spilling out of two holes in the front. Well, I don't know that she would have I mean, poked in the holes. Because it was, it was sealed when she gave it to him. It's probably oh, just a shitty poke fu- holes through that shit. Ain't nobody yeah. noticing them damn holes through the wrapper. I was just gonna say it was a shitty brand, probably, but yeah, maybe she did. Unless he had a sharp ass toothbrush that poked holes in it while he was picking it up. <laughs> Firm <laughs> bristles, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's like, maybe she won't notice, but you're about to put this dirty ass toilet water condom on your dick. Yeah. That's disgusting. It I is. mean, dude doesn't have standards. He's about to fuck his girlfriend in something that his dad fucks his mom in. That's all kinds of weird. Yeah, that's a whole nother level. Yeah. The the most normal person in that family was the kid downstairs playing Dr. Mario. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who he left alone because he considered terminal anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I guess he was brain dead because he's playing video games. Yeah, he games. was like, nope, he's a yeah. lost cause. Fuck this kid. That's right. It, so he spared one person. He did. He, he, did. Spa- he spared the child. And shit, he had already killed how many by then? The first guy, one more guy at the, uh, when he escaped, one couple, five. the second couple. I was so keep- five was the people. Person. Yeah, I was keeping track. He killed, the, I guess, if you count the person at the asylum, which I didn't count just because it happened at the intro of the movie before I started counting. Yeah. But yeah, he killed the couple. They got locked in the room. He killed the woman who was being nosy. Yep. Who decided that Holly Marie oh, Combs yeah. was weird because she didn't want to fucking talk to her who was trying to be nosy in her fucking business. Oh, what's yep. this, this device on your hip? Dude, and it's so funny because like as soon as I saw it, I was like, holy shit, because she bends completely over and puts her fucking face like right in front of somebody's crotch. Yeah. To look at this device. Like if I and had a pager shirt up on my belt it. buckle and then someone did that face on the pager. That would be awkward. Yeah, I know, right? And she like lifted her shit up to where she could see the thing. And like, and when she, she walks away, rude. she's like, "Wow, weirdo." Yeah. Why wouldn't you just assume it's a Walkman? It's not easy, yeah. right? These fucking kids, right? Yeah, exactly. But the funny thing is, is this disturbs Holly Combs' character so much that she's like, gets in, gives it about five seconds, 
and then she decides to kill her goldfish with it. So, I mean, <laughs> she was pretty traumatized. Right? He's just like, yeah, I'm screwing up everybody's day. Sorry, yeah. goldfish. It, what? It, it's just funny because, like, um, she was like, yeah, but you just chose to fuck those goldfish <laughs> up. Other things may have just happened to you. That sucks. Or you might be ruining people's day, you know, but you just chose to throw that goddamn machine yeah, in that water. Because she walked in and she was like, yes, I just ruined everything. Like, that was a choice, bitch. You did not have to do them fish like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Taking yeah, them out on the fucking fish. She she was worried, you know. She has this fear of surgeries because her mom died during a, re- a routine surgery. God, they, everything about that was so cliche. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, it was, was like, it? look, I can't. Because this really super serious thing happened one time, and I'm traumatized. I thought yeah. maybe it was going to be like her mom had a heart condition and died from it, and then that's yeah. why she was worried. But it's like, no, she just went in for a routine operation and died. Bitch it's had a bunion removed, yeah. died on the table. <laughs> I'm damn sure not letting them cut into my fucking heart. I don't care how routine it is. Which uh, apparently, though, was pretty recent. Because da- yeah, her dad looked exactly the same in the photo well, album. Oh yeah, my God, the photo album. They make it sound like it was it happened a while back, but then then you turn around and you know he, when him and his girlfriend are talking, you know it sounds like that this shit just recently happened. And you know the the dad, you feel like he's supposed to be a good guy, but he immediately went to you know fucking somebody else. Yeah, after and his moved wife her died. In. Oh yeah. yeah, for real. Around his daughter. Well, he's still mourning for his and, wife. And didn't fix his refrigerator. They want us to think he's a good guy because like he's playing the part and we see the whole family photo album shit, but all we know is he was present for one fucking day for that photo album because <laughs> yeah. every picture we saw was the same damn outfit. It, it was the same barbecue. Besides yeah. the wedding so, shit. That was their one happy moment. <laughs> And well, he probably made the daughter take all the pictures too. He's like, look, I'm gonna take some pictures of me and your mom. Can I be in the yeah. like, Fuck no. We can get over there and take these pictures. <laughs> There's none the next with one's her, her prom. Yeah. She's not with her parents. And she had to sneak that in. That's why it's like <laughs> hidden. <laughs> yeah. It's um it like the kills. One of the things I noticed, though, with the kills, because they're, they're happening pretty rapid fire. I did count like how many people he killed, and I, I want to say I ended up with like a count of 10, but yeah. that's minus the person at the beginning of the movie. So these kills mm-hmm. are pretty rapid fire, so there's not a lot of setup to the kills. It's just like he's going from spot to spot, killing somebody, and making like a little medical quip about it. Yeah. And when I, when I watch a movie like this, when you know it's not much in the way of plot, not much in the way of character development, because there's no character development here. She doesn't get over her fear of operations. That was like Hell her. No. That was supposed to be like a character flaw, and it, you know that never never is addressed. She just has to have the surgery at the end of the movie, which I don't even know what fucking doctors left alive to do that surgery. But anyways, no character development or anything like that. So you kind of want to see these kills. Yeah, and we don't get that. A lot of these kills, like you you see him like with the device he's going to use, but then it happens off screen. Yeah, yeah. Like or no it's a idea. real quick thing. We have no idea how the slutty girl died. We never saw that. Which one? Did That's we see right. that? I don't think that we no, did. No, we didn't. The um, the one that was trying to fuck Holly Combs's man, right? Yeah. No, we she saw her she got a friend. Did we? Or no, did I miss that? No, the uh, the one that was um, you know seductively playing the saxophone or whatever it was, and yes. you know treating the saxophone like it was a 
dick. Yeah. Um, she got killed with a giant Band-Aid. What the fuck? How did I miss right. that? Hold I on, wait a minute. It was in the House of Mirrors. Like, because I, I was trying to figure out, like, because everything at this, up until this point, you know, was like I, maybe nightmarish versions of real tools, or maybe they were real tools. Right. But then there's this giant fucking Band-Aid that is like, you know, the size of her head, and it was wrapped and around her. he wrapped it. it around her face and suffocated her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How? The fuck did I, I miss seriously, that? I miss that because too. when they get to the when they get to the House of Mirrors, there's it, a it's lot like, happening. Well, it's the weirdest fucking scene in the movie too, because it's like you know uh, what's his name Max. He's like Jennifer, and then Jennifer's you know trying to get away from him, and you have like this. You see one of them on one side of the screen, one of them on the other side of the screen. They're both moving through the House of Mirrors, and then you just see like the girl that you know was trying to fuck him, just like randomly biting her lip, and it's like a big close up of her face. And it's like this whole trippy, like fucking sequence. And then Dr. Gibble shows up and like, she runs into the glass eventually and she busts her nose open and she starts bleeding. And then he's like, Oh yeah. You know, whatever he said, you know, got uh, a bandaid or some shit. Yeah. And then he fucking puts that bandaid on her and then she dies. And then Holly Marie Combs falls through a mirror in this house very of fucking easily so she yeah. just broke her nose on the it. mirror but holly marie combs fell through yeah I exactly guess it's just her ass because she backs Apparently. into it barely it shatters she falls through and then immediately gets up and starts banging on these fucking things because mm-hmm. she wants to get out like any normal person would exactly do. that's what and i was their saying. fucking plexiglass again or whatever yeah and now all of a sudden you can't break them yeah, or the wobbly mirror shit or whatever, you know? Yeah, except for this one random fucking mirror that's... They forgot she to temper to that bump. one. Yeah, she just goes straight the fuck through it. That's the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, damn, that seemed very easily um, breakable. But I forgot to say something a second ago, and I don't want to go all the way back to it or whatever. But I wanted to bring it up before we got too far away from it. Who the fuck... Eats melty ice cream like that. Oh, it was yeah. gross. Well, that dude, it's like that, she put it in the fucking microwave and left just a uh, just a sizable clump in it and said, "Okay, that's good." Well, that's what, what? I said about the uh, dad not getting a new refrigerator or whatever because yeah. she pulls this fucking oh, that went ice right cream over out. my head, man. Yeah, Michael's she, gonna let me hear about that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she pulls out that fucking ice cream, dude. And it's, like you said, it's just the m- majority of it's melted and there's just a fucking lump in there, and it's just like okay. It's then, so melted, she finishes it before she gets upstairs. Yeah. It's gone. Well, she probably drank it. Like, as she oh, that's had true. to have. Yeah. It'd be funny if they would have had a scene with her with a straw. But, uh, but yeah, but I didn't mean to get back into that, but it was just fucking funny because I wanted to mention that shitty-ass ice cream. It was noticeable. Like, damn. Yeah, right? But talking about his kills and using his different things and everything, it is funny how they were like, all right, we're going to use as much doctor shit that we can for all these kills. Which is fine. Like, you got a theme. Fucking go with it. When he uses the fucking reflex tester, but it's an oversized one. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking sword fighting with a fucking <laughs> lead pipe. Yeah. And a reflex tester. And oh, he hits him God. fucking in the face with it. It like cuts his face. It's just hilarious. But he also uh, used the check in the nose thing. Yeah. And yeah, shoved it in there. All yeah, he brain. put like the long one in there. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, I had a note about that. Looked at her brain. 
Yeah, she, like she said, that was pretty cool how you could see the light go all the way up. You know? I, yeah. I dug that effect. I yeah, really did. I did too. Like I think it wasn't that the, bad. I think that the puppet they used looked like her. Yeah, and it you was could tell decent. it was a puppet. Of course, it's fucking nineteen ninety one or two or whatever. You know, but um, it looked good for what it was. It was another quick thing. You're looking at the thing going in her nose, so you're not completely focusing on the puppet. Yeah, you're watching the light and, travel. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, all of it's crazy and, you know, well, then he had goofy. The, he had the fucking but, thermometer that had, like, that razor tip, too. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that he shoved yeah. in the girl's ear. Oh Who, exactly. It was in her mouth. It was under her tongue. Was it? Oh, yeah, under her tongue. Yeah. And right. she just fucking sat there and did it. Yeah, like I said, okay, well, uh, we're going to pause from you being crazy and just taking my temp. I can do that. That's cool. Nobody that sees him up until the end really tries to do anything. They all kind of freeze like, oh. is a, He is a doctor, though. Yeah, he is a doctor. Yeah. He does know best. He cut the yeah. one. You notice that he cut the one dude's dick off. Yes. And he and bled he out. immediately bled to death. Yeah, Gone. immediately. Yeah. Fucking, it was. Yeah, I don't know. If somebody cut mine off, I might have passed out from shock also. I'm not going to lie. We, we know that's not 100% accurate. Because also in the 90s, that guy got his dick cut off and they sewed that shit back on. Yeah. Remember but, Lorena Bobbitt's husband? Yeah. yeah. It's well, funny because nobody... What is it? Well, I'm just saying, we don't John, know that he... John Wayne Bobbitt. John no, Wayne. Okay. I thought it was Wayne, but I didn't We don't know stuff. that he didn't pass out from shock, though. We just know that he didn't die. That's fair. Oh, he definitely passed out from shock. Had to have. He had to have passed out. Had, yeah, I would imagine. I mean, that's like serious trauma. And yeah. then it's like... The worst, I don't every know. dude's he worst nightmare. He was conscious enough to be like, she took it with her, find it, and it's then like, they did. I think so. I saw her put it in, in her purse. I don't know. Please help me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. so you're right, though. I mean, he did live, and then he got it sewn back on, and then he did a couple porn movies. I remember that. That's right. Because, that's crazy. Na- because you're the dude now with the pecker that's been sewn back on, and you know people are going to have a fucking curiosity about that. That's yeah. true. I mean, you probably could have not even made porn and just charged people money to see pictures of your penis and still made a decent living for a while. That's probably true, too. Yep. But I guess, why not do porn? I don't know. But he didn't die, and then that one dude did die immediately after getting his dick cut off, so... Yeah. Well, his dick is all he had going for him, so he just opted out after yeah. that. He gave yeah. up on life. And, and he, I can't even remember the dude who's got his dick cut off. The douchebag curly-haired guy. Yeah. The one that dropped a condom in the water. The one yeah. that dropped the condom in the water. That okay. wanted to fuck his girlfriend in his mom's lingerie. Yeah. Yes. All right. That guy. Yeah. Which conveniently fit his girlfriend. I know, right? He's also, got a type. Also, he mm-hmm. clearly didn't notice that this, like, six-foot-two, 350-pound man was laying covered up in the bed. Like, clearly him and his girlfriend have the same build. I know, yeah. right? I thought he was going... Because I hadn't seen the movie, right? I thought he was going down there, you know, to go down on her. And then, oh yeah. Like, of course, he sees the doctor under the covers or under, you know, under the sheets. But like, did you notice too? Like after he had cut it off or whatever, like all the blood was conveniently in that one area. Like there was no splatter anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. It was nice of him not to make a mess. I guess. Makes me curious what he did with it, though, because there would have, you know. Like, it seems like he took it. I'm sure it was at the bottom of that bowl of hearts somewhere. Probably. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of hearts and a dick. He had to come back and get that body, though, right? To get uh, yeah. So he yes. get the heart. So is the kid still sitting there fucking playing Dr. Mario? Yes. Yeah, I know, right? I would guess. 
like just doesn't notice that his brother's fucking dead. You know, he's, he heard his brother die and was like, meh, whatever. Well, his brother was probably a dick to him. Also, he did go up there with his girlfriend, and this kid's young, so he don't know what that is really about. So he might be like, damn, that's crazy. Yep, might be. It could be, yeah. But it is funny, you know, looking at this thing in 92. Like, I don't remember the 90s like that. I was young, of course, so I wouldn't have been in that scene anyway. But it's just funny because it's like these two couples. There's three couples, actually, hanging out. And then there's two straggler girls come over. That's every teen movie ever. But I know, but they're all friends and stuff, of course, you know. And it's just funny because it's like this one bitch is just in her fucking dude's face, like hitting on him like crazy. Right in front of her. That's why she gets upset. Don't she get upset and leave the carnival, go home, kill the goldfish? No. And then she, she gets comes a, back? She comes back, but she doesn't leave because of them. She's just, you know. Because they, they're just, on the Ferris wheel, and they're having a little ride. And, you know, he's like, oh, well, I love you. we got to face these things together, blah, 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 blah. You know, she goes home, and while she's gone, both of these women or girls come up to uh, Max. And to me, it looks like they both want to fuck him. Yeah. And, and then the one gets mad because the other one is on the verge of succeeding. So she's like, yeah. oh, hey, Jennifer, let me show you where your boyfriend's at. Because I'm about to, you know, I guess it would be Coochie Block, my friend. Yeah. It's funny because what it was, I'm sure, is that those two girls had a deal with each other. Like, look, we're going to do what we're going to try to do what we're going to try to do. But there's some ground rules. And the number one rule you don't break is to suck on objects like they're a dick. Because that's just too easy. And then she broke the golden rule on that's that goddamn saxophone. <laughs> it's funny how that's what did it for him. She's been overtly sexual this entire thing. But the saxophone shit really got him going. Well, people, I mean, like the saxophone's considered like a sexy instrument, right? I mean, is that why? Not the way she played it. Well, I mean. I, I mean, was... technically all she played it was a toot, but. Yeah. I mean, but it, it looked really cool the way she played it. You said it looked really cool? <laughs> Her technique oh, okay. was really so was, odd, okay, but I mean, you know, whatever. It was I'm, ineffective on me, but I guess I wasn't the target audience. Everybody has their own way. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, if I went to a show and there was an attractive female playing the saxophone like that, I don't know that I would look away. Fair enough. Daniel seems to be pretty intent on studying it. Like, he said for the podcast, but let I don't me know. Well, I had to pause it and rewind it 17 times because I was trying to take notes. Yeah. <laughs> and I asked you to step out for 10 minutes because I needed to think clearer to work yeah. by myself. Because things. Yeah. You know. So <laughs> so the two, the two friends are shitty. And then, you know, one of them, like I said, Coochie blocks the other. We get the fucking house of mirror scene where apparently y'all missed like the psychedelic scene. Yeah. Hold um, on real quick. Sure. Coochie block. Sorry, but this brings it up. We have, we no, have a lady with this. Block. I was going to ask, it is, still is it cock still cock block? block? No, it? Yeah. It's still cock. I mean, cause it, I guess it does work both ways. It's cock blocking cause you're not letting me get my cock where I want to put it. I mean, it. getting it's, or giving, it's, it's still cock a cock blocking block. because you're not letting me get the cock. So I guess it would be both ways. Or I've but heard I was someone gonna... call it a clam dam before. <laughs> clam dam. <laughs> All right, hold on. I think that that's the winner here, you know? I think that I'm going to replace cock block with clam dam, too. She, you know yeah, I mean? she clam dammed me. Yeah, I know, right? She wouldn't let me get it in there. <laughs> oh, my God. 
shit. So, <laughs> the, the, we have these random flashbacks in the movie, though, trying to explain, I guess, why uh, Rendell Jr. is the way he is, you know? Which, it doesn't seem like they mourn their mother's death very long. It didn't I mean, even, they laugh at it immediately. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so it lasts like five seconds where they're sad. Although you see him later on, like, fucking crying about it and stuff. But anyways, not the point. The point is, is when they show the fucking flashback about how he got away. And they're talking about, like, they hid him in his mom's body and it was sewn up. She wasn't sewn up anywhere. No. There was no, no cuts. Like, it was like he was just being born out of, it was like fucking alien. Like, what, did Dude. he shove her up her ass? No, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I could think of that that would be legit would be if they were to cut through the back and stuff him in. Well, that's what I was wondering. But, yeah. Well, but go ahead. They go. checked the goddamn body. It's like, my- this person was cut up and sewn up from the back. We have to investigate this. Well, here's my other question, too, right? Is when, you know, a female is pregnant and they have a child, and, you know, the child comes out and it's like eight pounds. But the woman generally has a belly that you can see. Yeah. Like, this is a fucking, like, what is it, six or seven, eight-year-old boy who's much bigger than an infant? Yes. How did you not notice that there's a whole-ass person hiding in this woman? Well, yeah, his seriously. Mama was just a large lady. Literally, he was wearing her as a goddamn glove, because that makes no sense. They had to have hollowed her out. She couldn't have had, like, any... Anything, yeah. Any organs left. Like, not even a fucking rib cage the way he crawled out. Well, there yeah. definitely wasn't one because it was all flimsy when he started going through that shit. So yep. nobody fucking noticed that either when they're moving his body. Like, oh, oh man, this woman doesn't have any kind of skeletal structure, and she's kind of lumpy. It feels like, like I there's said, some he was elbows her in like here. A body glove. Yeah. Because I mean, that's crazy. I mean, it, whenever you look at it, it's obvious that he climbed up through a table. You know. Yeah. And but that's why that that effect wouldn't work. Because it's like, come on, man, that kid's way too goddamn big. The cop's story is when he came to from that, she was sewn up, kid was nowhere to be found, and he was like, fuck it. Not going to tell anyone, they're going to think I'm crazy. Did nobody notice that all of a sudden this bitch was cut from neck to navel and then sewn back up again? Like, they just assumed it was him, but didn't want to ask too many questions? Like, that's weird. Exactly. Or that, or that now all of a sudden she's 80 pounds lighter? Yeah, deflated, <laughs> yeah. all yeah. sunk in. Right? Like, there's some things going on here, but fuck it, we're not going to worry about it. It's this rookie cop. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? That other fucking old guy's just like, look, man, i got a few more years. Just a few more years to get done with this bullshit. I don't want to hear none of this. It, Which, I like the cop, man. I like the cop a lot. The, the hero old, cop. The uh, I was going to say the, the old one. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you, you feel like he does. He deserved to live more than the boyfriend, probably. Hell yeah! The and boyfriend thought, deserved to die. Yeah, the boyfriend and, was shit, and then he just is like everything's all good because he happened to be there at the end. Like, yeah, the hero and cop saved her. She's immediately yeah, exactly. fucking kissing him at the end of the movie and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, but didn't I just see you almost fuck somebody else? Yeah, whatever. It's yeah, crazy. exactly. And and horror movie rules. If you're a, the cheater asshole boyfriend, you die in the you, movie. You die. Yeah. There's, you don't live. The, you don't live through this. No flesh wounds. Like you that's die. not very equal. The slutty bitch got it, but he didn't. How yeah, come he right? got a pass? Yeah. Well, the the 
evil stepmom, and I say evil very loosely because you know like, you really don't see anything that makes her evil, just like that you're told she's a bitch, and so we have to assume because, like I said, she's upset that her husband left or her boyfriend or whatever he is, and so she eats some ice cream and she's crying, so you can see like there's some like she has some feelings about it. It's not like she's I'm assuming just with this dude for money, and maybe that's a large part of it. I don't know. But it looks like she has some feelings for the dude. And she gets killed rather fucking quickly, rather fucking horribly. And then Max is just like, oh, man, you're playing that saxophone all wrong. Here, let me show you how to do this. Um, let's almost fuck. And then when I get caught by my girlfriend, we'll forget about it 30 minutes later, and I'll be a hero. What is it? The worst that happened to him crazy. was a golf club to the hand? Yeah. Well, he, yeah. Get, he gets yeah. hit with that golf club. And this is after Holly Marie Combs' character, Jennifer, had her fucking heart stopped. Yeah, yes. was technically fucking dead, I guess. Yeah. And, and she gets hit, or he gets hit, and all of a sudden he can barely fucking move. He's worse off than she is. And she's helping him out. I said yeah. that yeah. to Daniel last night. I was like, didn't this bitch just die for like three minutes? Yeah, exactly. It's like she was literally clinically dead. She and got then he's back like, revived. Oh, my hand. And then whenever Dr. Giggles <laughs> shows up, all of a sudden he's strong again. And he's like, hold on, actually, turns out I can do this. Yeah. yeah. And, and hell, he, he got fucking shot and had to operate on himself. Yeah. And so, so all he needed to do was do a little bit of operating, a little bit of giggling, and he was good. Well, right? It, but it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even the boyfriend that it saved her. It was the, the cop. He's the one that resuscitated her. That's oh, yeah. True. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, my bad. I was referring to being resuscitated, but it was the cop. Yeah. Yeah. So the boyfriend, the, literally, the only heroic thing he, he did was when he helped her get up the stairs at the very end. But he went up first, so not for nothing. <laughs> you better hurry yeah. up, he bitch. was going to be good hand. regardless. Exactly. And he's just like, well, you know, if you if you live, you live. But if not, I've got backup plan. Did the other girl yeah. die? I can't remember. Yeah. So both of them did die. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then maybe he doesn't have any backup plans. No. And it's funny because it's not like I'm trying to make sense of this movie. It's fucking 1992. It's made to be silly. It's made to be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So uh, what what was your favorite kill? Wow, favorite kill. Yeah. Oh, man. I know we kind of talked about some things out of turn. You know, we talked about some things that happened in the movie. We've talked about Max being a dickhead and somehow living through this movie. Meanwhile, the heroic cop, who is the only fucking person that, you know, is like, hey, this could be this fucking kid y'all keep talking about and singing this fucking jingle about. And everybody's like, no, fuck you, rookie. Yeah. And he's like, did you even read the report? I mean, it's kind of obvious. (laughs) Yeah. Like he's he's like the only person, like the one person in this movie that deserves to live fucking dies. Yeah, I know. But so I think like I said, there was like eleven people that got killed by Dr. Giggles. What was your favorite kill? Man. Well, if you're thinking, I got one. Go ahead. I'm thinking. Yeah, y'all right, y'all come back to me. With the light thing up her uh, nose definitely that one i just liked it See, i did like that one too good. we didn't get to see a whole lot of them like they implied what happened but mm-hmm. we didn't actually get to see a whole lot of them Would, either so yeah and that was that was one of my problems with the movie was like i said in a movie like this you know there's a couple things that you're gonna be looking for in these like b movie horror movies yeah and Gore is one of them, and special effects, and there wasn't a lot of it. You can tell like the budget was used in like certain spots, like 
uh, Jennifer's dream. I think they had some gore at the end when you had all the hearts and stuff like that. And so yeah. only a couple kills were gory. So when I, but I think about like the kills, like, you know, I've seen like the dick cut off kill before. Cause that happened in, I spit on your grave. Yeah. The, the original, I don't, I don't know about the new ones. I didn't watch them or I haven't seen them yet, but. And it sounds like a cheap kill anyway. You better do yeah. it fucking really good. If you're going to make someone be like, God damn, that's my favorite kill. Yeah. Cause that's an easy one. I did, uh, even though we didn't get to see a whole lot of it, I did. I did kind of like the kill with the mom when she got the tube shoved in her throat, and then yeah, they uh, like hollowed her out with the it drain was gross cleaner, whatever it was. Yeah, and then you see the blood like coming into the uh, the bowl. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. you know draining. Yeah, and that one was pretty cool. Um, the uh, <laughs> the and you you touched on it earlier that the reflex hammer fight. Yeah, was was crazy with his oversized fucking hammer, and that was like probably the most intense part of the movie. Yeah, like I said, they were fucking sword fighting with a yeah. pipe and a fucking reflex tester. All of a sudden, these dudes are just like, and they're blocking every shot for the most part until you know he slips up yeah. and he catches him in the head with it. Yep. Yeah, or it's fucking ball game then because he caught him in the head with it. He even had a little split spot in his fucking forehead. It's yeah. like, damn. I feel like they took pieces of already successful horror movies and kind of threw similar shit in there. Like we had the like operating room in his basement with that was very boiler room from nightmare on Elm street. Oh yes. Heavy vibes. The outside of her house when they shot it at night looked very much like the cover of the exorcist with the doctor standing in the light shadow and stuff. Yeah. And there was one more. Fuck, I can't remember now, but there was one more that it was... Oh, Michael Myers, duh, how it just... He doesn't seem to die no matter what fucking happens to him, you know, and he just keeps coming back. You had yeah. a lot of um, quips in the movie, too, which, you know, I, I feel like is like a uh, a product of the later Nightmare on Elm Street movies and then the Child's Play movies, because, you know, Chucky yeah. said a lot of shit, too. But especially Freddy, he got really corny there towards the end of that line. Yeah. Um, it didn't like it, at least they stayed in character for the most part. So they were medical quips, but it was yeah. every, that's literally like the majority of his dialogue in the movie was just fucking like medical one-liners. And the majority of the cheese in this movie is his one-liners. It reminded you know what I mean? me of a uh, Horatio Kane CSI Miami, his yeah. like one-liners and then puts on his glasses. That's what that remind me of. You know, they're always like yeah. so on point to the situation at hand. It's like, come on. Exactly. We got it. And see, it's funny, but like you said, with the nightmares and all that shit from the time, just the time, just the era of movie making, you know, people liked seeing this shit. They liked their killer to fucking talk to them, to turn and say something funny to us. True. So that was a fad. People liked that shit. So that's why we see a lot of movies like that. Now we're looking at it like, oh my God, it's so ridiculous. But that's what the people kind of wanted, you know? Well, they also but there was a gore. lot of people, huh? Mm-hmm. They also wanted gore. Exactly. And we didn't get but that. Did not get a lot of that in this movie. They teased it a lot. They really did. But uh, In a movie yeah, about so. a fucking demented would-be doctor, you think you would be able to get like some really cool deaths. And we didn't really get cool we got to see like cool looking devices but you never really got to see them used to like their full potential 
Like the goriest thing would have been the collection of patients at the end in the waiting room. But I mean, he did kill two people or one person with two weapons at the end. Mm -hmm. Or or at some point he had two huge devices. She killed him with those. Or she killed him with those. Yeah. Oops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they look like medieval torture devices. Okay. So yeah, his his death is the best kill in the movie to me. Oh, that's funny. What is it? It's like, I can only think of three fucking deaths and y'all name the other two. Because, yeah, his death was the electrocution on the floor and stuff. Well, like yeah. the thermometer could have, like, if you could have seen it, could have been cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Instead of just the motion of him pushing in. Mm-hmm. And I get it if you're on a budget. I couldn't find how much this was made for. Did you say that earlier? I didn't actually see that one. I, I, didn't. I saw it made $8 million. I didn't yeah, see Yeah, I didn't see how much it was made for. And, and normally I have that info, but I didn't have it. This time, um, guess because I, I didn't see it. Guess, and I'll look deeper to try to find out how much it was. Well, how much this movie was made for? Yeah, let's ninety two. Let's say five million. That's low. I mean, that's higher than I would have thought. You said five? Yeah. All right. I think that it came out probably in the height, not in the height, but people were still loving this type of shit. So they'll go see anything, you know? So I think that the box office would have been higher than it should have been. But I don't know about five. I'll say. Wait, were you talking about the box office or were you talking about the budget? No. Box office was like eight or some shit, but okay. budget. Okay. We're talking about budget. Yeah. I I wanted to say like two and a half million, but I'm just trying to think of like it was 1992. Maybe it was. No, you know what? No, I'm going to stick. I'll stick with five. Because that's where I was heading. I was thinking more around two-ish, two and a half. What do you think? I already said two and a half. Oh, shit. God damn it. Well, now I got to go with just like yeah, before I got to change it. So I'll see your two and a half and I'll go 12 and a half. 12 and a half? You think it costs 12 and a half million to make? No. Before I had uh, changed the rating. Oh. Uh-huh, and I changed it by a whole fucking point. He was like, Jesus Christ. Plot I could twist. See it it cost 800000 I'm just kidding. I don't actually know. Well, yeah, and I'm probably overestimating because the the money didn't go to the budget, or not to it the budget. To the that's that's stupid. It didn't. I mean, it did, of course, it went to the budget. The money didn't go to the special effects. Definitely, not. there's only a few of them in there. Holly Marie Combs couldn't have cost that much back then. I don't even think that uh, Larry Drake could have cost that much back then. The director shouldn't have cost much because, dude, I'm not fucking finding this budget. Like, I'm looking everywhere, and I just can't find it. Now, I'm not working that goddamn hard, but I'm Googling it and checking a couple different pages, and I'm not seeing it. You see how much it made? Well, if, It made if, $8 million or something yeah. around in there. If and, Google and doesn't know. That, yeah, if Google doesn't know, they buried it. Nobody Google knows. knows. They just don't want it known. That, that number is buried with Jimmy Hoffa. That's yeah. The, yeah. They spent triple the amount to make it than it actually made. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they spent so much fucking money on it it's that they decided to bury the original price. So it's not as embarrassing. So I, I did take a moment while you were trying to find that. I, I just decided to look up and see what movies came out in 1992 to see why I didn't see this. And I think I found a reason why Dr. Giggles escaped me. So that? Ca- Candyman came out. Oh, yeah. Oh. Dracula came out. Alien 3 came out. Army of Darkness came out. Misery came out. I love Misery. Sleepwalkers yes. came out. And I'm just naming the movies that I'd seen because there's still some on here that I haven't. Uh, Demonic Toys came out. Pet Cemetery 2 came out. Critters 4 came out. 
Scanners 3 came out, you know, since you were talking about Scanners the other day, Daniel. Yeah. Um, I we talked about Critters too. You did. Shit. 92 was a year for movies, kind of like 95 was. I know, right? Uh, Dead Alive came out. So there was just, yeah, there was. There was a lot going on. So and, that goes along with more of what we were saying about Dr. Giggles. I mean, you know, this is what the people wanted at the time. Yeah. They wanted this shit. You know, Had a little so, bit of everything did, we were did used they? to. It's it what made, I wanted. It only made $8 million. Well, okay, you got a point there. But I'm just saying, like. We added. But you did the have theater. some that weren't as good. But they were trying to do what the people wanted. They just missed the mark. And this is one of those movies. And then I was trying, I was trying to think about, like, other horror movies that were essentially based around a profession because you know dr giggles a doctor i know ice cream man because it had a clint <laughs> yeah. howard Did I, is there any others do y'all remember that serial mom oh maniac cop maniac cop but yes yeah, serial mom With that Kathleen sounds familiar Turner. yeah i don't i mean I, she, that wasn't technically her job i mean i guess it is she i was remember the name mom. of the movie Oh, That's yeah, she was a mom remember. who just started killing folks in the neighborhood. And, like, neither one of you remember this? Uh-uh. I don't think okay, I've seen it. I mean, you can talk about it. I just I don't I think mean, I've seen it. In, it's maybe. interesting. She's like a suburban mom. Like I said, it's Kathleen Turner, whatever. Um, and she starts killing people for, like, mundane shit. Like, someone stepping on her roses and stuff. Or yeah. cutting her in line at the grocery store. And then... She eventually gets caught, gets taken to court for it, and then fucks one of the jurors in the bathroom in the middle of all of this shit to get out of it. Really? Y'all don't remember this? Uh, we got to see this. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you don't see anything like that, but it's like, yeah, oh, it's, it's, not, it's hilarious how... Oh, it's not like hardcore porn? Oh, I don't give a shit about watching this They thing. make her out <laughs> to be like hot and seductive but also at the same time dressed up like every suburban mom ever with the short hair yeah. and the fucking like soccer suit and shit it's it's great yeah it's funny that she's soccer i was just about to say soccer mom who has snapped pretty yes, much yeah pretty much because someone you know stole her cookie recipe one too many fucking times and she's done with this shit yeah well i mean i guess are all moms on the verge of that though yes <laughs> I mean, yeah, it seems like it'd be legit. You know, somebody cutting you off and at the grocery store line. Oh she yeah, ain't having that shit. She takes them out. Well, she's shoving that pineapple straight down the throat. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll have to check that out because I haven't seen that one. Uh, that sounds like that might be more interesting than Doctor Giggles. Now, and it reminds me of that parents movie that I was talking about doing. Oh uh, yeah, at one we, point I had brought that up. Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that movie what, too. Bear no, trap? no. <laughs> yeah, that parent movie. <laughs> it's a but, classic. Um, hey, so one thing you said you were talking about the budget and you couldn't find it. I'll tell you something else they didn't spend the budget on, and that was the fucking painting that they used to make it look like there was this big long hall. Oh, down. dude. Yes. Yeah, 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 as yeah. As soon yeah. as it passed, Daniel was like, that looked like a fucking painting. Exactly. I was like, did that look straight up like a painting of a hallway? I did rewind on that one. I'm like, surely not. Like, and then it's like, oh yeah, god damn, it is a fucking painting, and it's not a very like good one. Exactly. All the budget went to the boiler slash operating well, room. I guess my question yeah. is though, is why do you even need it? Like, it's it's supposed to be a regular fucking house. I don't need to feel like that this 
underground hospital stretches on for miles. Yeah, and I get what you're saying, but you could look at it like this, that when they were building this fucking under-their-house shit and they were going to be bringing people down there to fucking murder, you know what I mean? That's what it was there for, to freak them out even more thinking it went on went on forever. You know what I mean? Because, but the reason that, that doesn't play too much in You're my mind is- You're digging deep to try to I justify am. this. Uh, no, I yes. am. I am. I am. And the reason I know that I am is because it wouldn't be so perfect. Because it was, it was noticeable, but it still looked like a hallway that went on. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just wasn't done well enough. So you could tell that they tried, they just failed. It wasn't what I was saying. I was only looking at the other side of the coin. But it was set up. Like it was built for him to actually receive patients. Like yeah. they had the sign about insurance and payment up front. Yeah. They had his name on the door where it said the doctor is in. But also at the very beginning, we see him come home from work and then go find his son. Like the motherfucker does not work in the basement of his house yeah, ever. Exactly. And I just want to. But there's a little bit of a correction. Sorry, Bone. There's a little bit of a correction. Whenever we see the sign on the door, Junior has wrote his name Junior. Not what the was first it time in like we pen? See it. Did he write it in pen or did he write he, it in dust? He wrote it in like pen or something. But the first yeah, time we so see it funny. is when he busts the drywall down and it just says his dad's name. That's right. And that's then the right, next time right. we see it, it has Junior etched into yeah. it. Yeah. I was only setting up for the joke of pointing out that he had Junior just drawn on to the motherfucker. Since you tried to justify the painted hallway, also, I just want to poke a hole in it the heroic cop fucking looks down the hall yeah. like he looks dead yeah. ass at it like he's looking down the hall looking yeah. for an escape he's like i don't yeah. think i can get out that way well, this is when i think this is when he's chasing the doctor right mm-hmm. and he's yeah, trying he's to see where, and he's like did he go down this hallway yeah no, i didn't go down this one <laughs> exactly like i said i know that that's me reaching or whatever but uh um, oh. but yeah speaking of uh since we're at this part of the movie and here's, you know, this is where shit starts to pick up, you know, cause like up until this point, you know, it's just him going from person to person, killing somebody. Mm-hmm. You don't really see anything and there's not, nobody really fights back or anything, but now we're at a point where we have the, the, like the final characters that are actually in conflict with the doctor. I think you first get a little conflict with the, the first cop, you know, the one that passed out from the Boone's farm or whatever it was he was drinking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, He's like, I haven't opened his bottle in 35 years. And he has that brief shot at like redemption. And he does manage to shoot the dude like yeah. after he gets stabbed. And that's like the first time that anything's like anybody's fought back against the doctor. Up until this point, everybody's just kind of been like, oh, you're going to kill me. Cool. Do it. I'm not going to fight back. I'm ready to die with a thermometer shoved through my mouth. Uh, yeah. Whatever. But, you know, the. I think the you know the one cop shows up with a gun, and I, I can't remember if it was when he had it in his hand and Doctor Giggles like hit it with a golf club and knocked all the fucking bullets out of oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> like the cylinder the- just flew open and all the bullets fly out. Yeah. Like, look, when that happened, we're on the love seat in front of the couch. So when that happened, we both just slowly looked at each other and was like, "Knock the bullets out of the motherfucker." It's like, holy shit. But then when someone finally does pick it up and is like, oh, fuck, here's a free weapon. Let me use it. She loads it with one bullet, (laughs) takes a shot, and then has to start reloading it. Like, Yeah. Did you notice that part? No, I didn't. I thought she'd only, I mean, I thought she'd only put one bullet in there. Um, I didn't notice, like, she started loading again. 
Yeah. I thought it was just one in there. It got fired because she goes to he goes to shoot the boyfriend. He makes some little medical quip or whatever, and then he goes to shoot her or shoot Max, and she fucking grabs his arm, and they shoot the ceiling, and then he chases after the cop with the gun. Yeah. Because the yeah. cop's like, what does he say, like, hey, cocksucker or some shit like that? Yeah. Yeah. And then but he's like- funny, man, because that cop got fucking, he got a legit kill. We saw it. It wasn't that gory. It was just the full fucking uh, scalpula. Yeah. The right, one- what? Scalpel. Scalpel to the back of the fucking neck. Scapula's your shoulder blade. My bad. Yeah. But the the one dude that should have lived, yeah, then ends up fucking dying. And meanwhile, you know, Max is whatever the, the fuck he's doing. Lives. Yeah. Yup. You got and he's you. probably the asshole that gave the other friend the idea of like, dude, your mom's probably got lingerie. Go dude, get her seriously. shit. Seriously. Well, he probably also said, "Hey, man, go ahead and lock these two in this room when you get to this house with a whole yeah. sledgehammer. It'll be hilarious." And then leave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, were you going to come back? Did you people? Did you just expect them to hang out in this moldy ass house? Hell no, they weren't coming back. They went to his house to get down. Exactly. He's like, look, I'll come back and get him in the He's morning. Like, I, Surely I, she would have given in and yeah. given him the pussy <laughs> by the morning like, I'd time. I'd love to stay, but I got mom's lingerie at home, so I got to go. Yep. Oh, hey, but, you know, when you're at the fucking police station, though, and, you know, um, the one cop, and goddamn it, I can't remember his name, but, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to go, like, the one that believes that, like, Dr. Giggles is back or whatever. He's like, I'm going to go check on this. And then the boyfriend's like, I'm coming with you. And he's like, no, just stay here and wait for your parents, kid. He immediately climbs out a window in the police station. What kind yeah. of fucking police station is this? These windows are just open. One. He just got the fuck out of there. Yeah. Well, he also leaves immediately, but doesn't go find his girlfriend immediately. Yeah. Well, no, he's got to go check on the side pieces. That's right. <laughs> Fun fact, like, if he Ari. would have known they were in the same place, he could have killed two birds with one stone. That's yeah. right. Like, hey, I'm just checking on you guys to make sure before I commit to saving Jennifer... Are you dead? Because if you're alive, fuck that. I'm just going to let her die. Yeah. Oh, I don't have any backup plans. I better go save Jennifer. Shit, when he hey, showed up, they Jennifer, were Jennifer, I'm here. Dead. Yep. Jennifer was dead for her three minutes. Yeah, that's right. And who, because I can't remember if it was a cop or if it was the, the boyfriend, but one of them shows up while she's dead and doesn't, nobody immediately tries to resuscitate her. Like well, the, somebody who is it that jumps the doc, in? Uh, the cop ends up. He saves doing her, it. but yeah, I can't, because he's he's about she's about to get sliced open. Yeah, because when then he does CPR on her, it looks her. like her mouth is moving, like they're making out. It definitely oh, does not look like CPR. It really does. It looked like she was moving kissing her fucking him. jaw. She there ain't no look like she was moving her fucking jaw, and it looked like a kiss. It was crazy. She's, I was she's, like, are they getting back at Max? Yep. yep. It's she can claim she was dead, so it don't count. Exactly. You know, fuck your zip codes. I was dead. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, when uh, when you know they, they they have the little fight and the the fucking house blows up, the the giant basement blows oh, up, yeah. and you know, they managed to just which after Doctor Giggles kills the cop, he makes it to that fucking staircase in a flash, dude. And we yeah. know this basement's huge because we've already seen this this fucking catacomb and these painted hallways. But he makes it from wherever they're fighting in like two seconds and grabs yeah. her and she kicks him in the face. And then you know, she was on the verge of falling, but all it took was a quick kick to the face to strengthen her resolve. And then she climbed out of there and they left and this place blows up. And she goes to have this emergency heart surgery. 
and the doctor puts her under the gas and he's like, start counting backwards. Now I've had a, a couple surgeries, you know, I had this surgery on my Achilles tendon. Uh, I had to have throat surgery one time and I've never lasted more than like six seconds with this gas. Yeah. She's going like a full ass minute. It's because she recognizes his voice when he comes in talking about, I'm her doctor. I just like that he survived the explosion. The entire house didn't. Yeah. But he comes through relatively unscathed. Only half his face. A little burn on the side of his face. But just like some boils and shit. Yeah. That's it. Second degree at most. He's a little bubbly. That's it. Yep. A little scorched. And then I guess, you know, we... And it moves very quick from this point. And they go, she locks herself in this room that just happens to have a defibrillator in it. And, you know, he, he breaks open the door and comes in there and she has these two bottles in her hand. And I thought it was gonna be like acid or something. I thought we were about to get something cool. And she's about to smash these bitches on his face and it's going to start melting. And then she's going to defibrillate him and kill him. But she, like you said, puts the shit on the ground and, She's fucking barefooted, and you have to assume that this hospital is built on that the foundation's level. Yeah. So the water wouldn't just, or whatever liquid, whatever the liquid is, wouldn't just go towards the doctor, who's got shoes on, by the way. Right. And wouldn't just go in his direction. It would also come back to her, and then she just fucking electrifies this ground with this defibrillator, and you get this cheesy effect. And he, you know, he doesn't quite die because she ends up. You know, Daniel was talking about stabs him with these medieval torture devices. Yeah, take two of but these and call me in the morning. Exactly, that's what I was about to get to. <laughs> this is, and I wasn't a fan. I was okay, somewhat okay with you know him making quips the whole time. Yeah, but all of a sudden she's got time for two of them. You know, it's like oh, try some of your own medicine, and then yeah. take two and call me in the morning, and then he has one last one. As he's fucking dying, I know. where he looks at the screen, he's like, is there a doctor in the house? Exactly. Like, like, your heart is mutilated right now, and your lung on the other side is doing no better. And you have enough time for one more quip. Hers was a stupid quip, but I think she had like a Nev Campbell scream moment where she had to get her final little like making fun of him doing that type thing. Yeah. I feel like that's what that was. I don't know how the time frame lines up, but I don't remember when that came out. But at least Nev Campbell, at least Nev Campbell's and Scream, you know, one was earned, and two was just one. And like it was when she shot him in the head, and she's like, "Not in my movie." Yeah, yeah. Like this one is like back to back fucking one liners, and it was oh, it was so cringy. Yeah. On top of the fact that she had just walked barefoot through where she just electrified all that water that fucked him up. Mm-hmm. As soon as she like moved the paddle, she was like, all right, bet, cool. And just walks on through. Like it's nothing like there would be nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like it's just so crazy. Cause I was like, wait, what? I, like I said, I literally was falling asleep, like dozing at, at the most climactic at this moment. part of the movie. It, yeah. Like at the end with him and then the beginning of the hospital type shit, I guess because it slowed down and I was already tired, I guess. I started dozing, and I don't do that a lot, so I missed a little bit. So I've been, you know. I think the movie could have stood to have less kills. I think there was too many kills, honestly. Like I said, he kills like 11 people. I think you scale that to back to maybe like six. 
or seven, make the kills more impactful, uh, develop the yeah. characters a little bit more, uh, or you know, or give us some fucking gore. Like, exactly. Yeah. You didn't give us any You're of the killing heart- them in gory ways, but we're not getting any gory effects. And you we know? get, and you don't get the the sex that you. And I'm not saying like every movie needs sex, but we're talking about horror movies, right? And this is what yeah. horror movies were in the 80s, 90s when they were this type of movie. Yeah. It was gore and sex, and you didn't even get that. Now you got to hear the mom, you know, screaming while she's getting pounded. And you're like, oh, do it again, do it again. Um, and then you you have this scene where these two kids are these uh <laughs> these two young adults are about to fuck, and one of them's wearing their mom's lingerie. But you know, other than that, like you don't get any of that. You don't get any gore, and you get a ton of kills, but like, what's the point of a bunch of kills if you don't get to see the kills? Yeah, they yeah, should have focused exactly. on some so, of them more. Like, they should have taken less. I really do agree with that. Like you said, you yeah. can scale it back to seven or eight and really put more into it. You, you know? could have made but the movie more intense. Like we've talked about before, there might have been some issues that they had to fucking cut shit out and reshoot because it was too violent. Like you can't see this thing pop out of the back of this bitch's brains. I don't know. Poss- just- possibly. I don't, I don't know because at that point, you know, we've had like, cause I think Freddy's dead came out that year or maybe the year before or something like that. It was I think close. Freddy's dead might've been 90 or 91. Yeah. So you've already had like five nightmare on Elm street movies, um, countless Friday the 13th movies at this point, you know, yeah, you can't, I mean, there's going to be things where you can't go over the top of the gore, but you still should have been able to see some. So I don't necessarily know that it was that. I just, I think that like in their minds, like let's make this movie, let's have a high body count. That's what people want. Yeah. And like I said, you could have, you could have scaled it back. You could have killed like six or seven people. You could have made the deaths more impactful. You could have built up the suspense and attention. Um, like the idea of a doctor going or, or, a schizophrenic or whatever, you know, pretending to be a doctor going like on a rampage could work. It could be a good horror movie. It could be a fun horror movie. It's just that we went in excess when we didn't need it. Yeah. yeah. And, so. it, and see, all of that is perfect because going off of that, um, in this time, like we had said before, now we're getting the Dr. Giggles. We're getting the, um, just random shit. You know, we had said something that we had, we named a couple of them earlier, but you're like, okay, look, we, people want horror movies. We're going to do one about a doctor that's fucking killing people. And they just make up some bullshit for it. Right. But yeah. if they were to sit down and really try, I could. And like I said, I agree with you. I could see them making a good movie. It could happen. Right. Where it's a really good horror movie. Like, holy shit. Dr. Giggles is the bomb. Yeah. Cult classic. You know what I mean? Whatever, mm-hmm. right? But it seems like it's like, all right, look, what's next? We want to do a horror movie. They're hot right now. We're going to release it in fucking, you know, July or whenever the fuck they release shit. You know, like if there's a certain area for horror movies, I don't think they all release them towards Halloween. Yeah. But let's just say that's the case. All right, we're going to release it. We need to have this thing done by Halloween because that's our release date. You know, let's do Dr. Giggles. He's a fucking doctor that's killing people. Go. Now... It's a fun movie to watch, you know, it's silly as hell and it's all that, but that's because we're, you know, we're from the eighties, you know, that shit was whenever we were younger and we were kids and it was fun watching these movies. And, um, 
so we are sitting here defending a movie where it's like, all right, what's the next one going to be? It's going to make it a doctor that kills people. And it could be a masterpiece. It's not, but it's not complete shit. You know I mean? It's uh could have been done better. Yeah. I, think, I mean, it could have been, and it was this silliness and stuff, but all of that you do have to take in account. I guess like that. Like, like if if our fucking fourteen or fifteen year old watched it, he'd be like, "This is really ridiculous." Yeah. But for us, that was our preteen Tom, where it's our teenager Tom, where it's like we're watching these horror movies. We like them. We want to see these things. Now they could make a movie to work, but you know, it's well, just I, is what it is. Take was, it for what it is. You know. I was gonna say though, but like Candyman came out the same year, right? And people yeah. love Candyman. Oh yeah. How many people died in Candyman? It wasn't that many. It really wasn't. Maybe four? No. There was it, a lot more development to the story. Than exactly. They a whole lot more. And it's not like you know Candyman had some huge-ass budget. I mean, probably not as much as Dr. Giggles since, you know, I'm sure Candyman released the numbers on their budget, you know, unlike yeah, Dr. Giggles, which so. hid the shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they took time to develop a story. Like, there's a lore with, and they developed that lore in movie with Candyman. You know? Yeah. And so I think- like, yeah, Dr. Giggles is what it is, but I, th- I think it could have been better. I think it could have, you know, you know, does it end up being, you know, like Bride of Frankenstein or something where it gets like a 99 on, you know, Rotten Tomatoes or whatever it has on IMDb or some shit? Yeah, maybe not, but like Misery was a really good movie, right? Love people, it. people loved Misery. Yeah, I and, fucking loved Misery. And how many people die in Misery? Shit, what not? Is Kathy or Bates? No, her. Once. Yeah, her. That's it. Her, yeah. the one death. Yeah, exactly. But it was like you. Know, it was a. It was a fucking good movie. Yeah. And same thing. Like like I said, people love Candyman. I mean, you don't have to have twenty five people die. I mean, and if you're gonna have twenty five people die, then you got to be able to see the splatter. You got to be able to see the gore because that's the whole point. You know exactly. That's the only, that's like the only reason to have a lot of deaths is so you can show off the special effects. And we didn't get that. You know, you didn't get any character development. When like I said, you you have like the skeleton of something as far as like the plot, as far as the story, where it could be good, where you could be like, oh man, here's this fucking kid who is like a prodigy who's super fucking smart who was traumatized by the death of his mom and then his dad losing his shit and you started killing people to try to do a heart transplant or whatever like it's there you could have something cool yeah and they just overcompensated instead of taking the time to develop the storyline they were like fuck it just throw another death in there yeah yeah exactly it's like but don't forget the one liner yeah (laughs) don't forget the one liner a lot of deaths and shitty doctor jokes and <laughs> yeah. right. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's that's Doctor Giggles. I guess we need to score this. Um, I mean, since it's your movie, Courtney, and we're, you know, you can go last. I'll go ahead and okay. I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna do mine first because I feel like I'm probably gonna be lower on this than you guys. Okay. So like everything I just said about Doctor Giggles, you know, it it had potential. It could have been better. Um, you know, for a one-time watch, it was, you know, it was fine. It's not something I'm going to watch again, to be honest with you. It's not something, you know, even in like the realm of bad movies that I'll go back and watch. Like I recently, we rewatched Critters. Um, I had within the last couple of years, rewatched Ghoulies and things like that, you know, and I'll house and I'll go back to these movies and I'll rewatch them. Dr. Giggles isn't going to be in that realm. Um, 
it could have been, but it, it just couldn't control its urges and it, it wanted to do too much when it should have, you know, been slower, not, not kill somebody every two minutes or whatever it was. So I'd give it one star. That's fair. I mean, to be honest with you, that's close to what I was thinking. Um, me, for me, like I said, it's the first time I watched it in a long time. I did start recognizing some things because I know that she's watched it since we've been together. You know, and it's like, oh, okay, the doctor movie, right? But I don't know if I've watched it or paid much attention to it because I don't remember much anything from it. But um, but rewatching it and everything, um, where I landed at was a 1.5 because... I could see myself watching this again. See, right right where you had said, where it's like, I don't really see myself looking into, like, wanting to watch a bad movie. I could see myself being like, let's watch Dr. Giggles. That shit was silly, you know? Yeah. But that wouldn't be on the top tier of let's watch some silly horror movie. So I think that 1.5 is probably about where I land on Dr. Giggles. Yeah. And let me clarify something else real quick um, to Courtney before you jump into yours. I want to say, because, you know, in case somebody's like, well, you gave toxic avenger two stars and you gave humanoid two stars i want to say those movies like once again those movies knew what they were i think dr giggles towards the end um started trying to be too clever too hip with the i could have went 1.5 or 2 if it wouldn't have been for the double one-liners from holly marie combs at the end yeah yeah that just killed it for me because at that point it's just like oh man come on that's just it's a bridge too far at that point yeah, I get that. I kind of it kind of teetered it for me. Yeah, because a lot of the time the final girl will get a little one liner. Yeah, in, but to get two right back to back, it's like, well, hold on, are we doing a comedy routine here? Yeah, or are you trying to? Laughter is th- the best medicine. It really is. Oh, That's a good point. That's what they were going with. You should change your fucking shit to three. That should have been the final line for Doctor Giggles <laughs> in a movie about a. Doctor, whose name is Doctor Giggles, and then he should have giggled giggles. and died. That yeah. joke writes itself, and it didn't happen. It didn't. Yep. They really dropped the ball on that one. And they had so many. You think they would have used that one? Yeah. But Courtney. Well, all right. I think I have watched it one time, one or two times since Daniel and I have been together. But at this point. Rewatching it is more for the silliness of it, not because it is a serious horror movie. It's nostalgic. I remember it from when I was a kid. I do remember it actually scaring me when I was little. But again, the first time I saw it, I was like six or seven years old. So I do remember it actually scaring the shit out of me um, the first few times I saw it and when I was younger. But now... It's watched solely for nostalgia and laughing at how ridiculous a good bit of it is. Do think it had potential to be really good, but I do also think that you're right. It thought it was something that it wasn't. Like, it thought it was a nightmare on Elm Street, but it was not. So, I actually give it one and a half stars, too. Because I do enjoy it, but not enjoy it as a serious horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, because it's funny because like, as she says that, like, 
if we're like, hey, have you ever seen fucking Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? It's a ridiculous ass movie, or whatever. You know, or one of the freaks or something. Yeah, like one that, of the ridiculous you know? ones. It's like, oh my god, it's like overly cheesy because that's what they're trying to be. You know, you talk about those things. She's like, oh my god, you like, have you seen Doctor Giggles? You know, like that's one of the ones that'll pop up. So it is funny, like to go back and watch something just because you literally are gonna. Have fun with it. You know, or this shit's about to be silly as hell. Exactly. The nostalgia factor is, it's hard to not play off of that. It really is. It is. You know? But I didn't let it affect my rating. Like, b- being fair, it is, it's yeah. not like this is a great movie. It's a enjoyable movie because it's ridiculous. Yep. Sometimes ridiculous is exactly what we're looking for. That's fair. And, I have no regrets. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, there's there's a lot of crazy movies out there that are just they're a blast to watch, and you and you know going in that they're not objectively good movies. It's just like yeah. I'm I'm gonna fucking sit back, take this hour and a half of my time because the, the world's already a fucking serious place, you know. And sometimes you just want to cut loose and watch something that's just off the wall. And, and that's I what, enjoy those. Yeah, and that's what movies give yeah. us, right? They give us a chance to escape reality. You know what I don't want to watch? Is I don't want to watch a movie that's about gas prices being four dollars a gallon. Hell yeah. no. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so yeah, give me something that, you know, is just like, okay, you know, yeah, I can watch this movie about, you know, this whatever, you know, this fucking doctor killing people or whatever. And you know. Like I said, even if you never watch it again, at least you that movie gave you that opportunity to get away from real life for a second. Yeah. And it's like you've said before, you know, turn your brain off and watch it. Yeah. You, know, you just, just, you're not even paying attention to the fucking movie anyway, or the show you're watching when you're relaxing after work, you're just kind of powering down for a minute. And it's, a, and these type movies are a really good movie for that. You put something in the background that you're kind of paying attention to. You know, when it comes to these nostalgic early 90s, late 80s horror movies and action movies and stuff like that, all mm-hmm. of our, the shit that we love, you yeah. just put that shit on. You know, you'll get caught up into it or you'll walk away from it for 10 minutes. You know, it's Or you can nice. watch it and feel superior and talk about all the ways you would have done it differently and better. And record it for <laughs> people to listen to. <laughs> That's right. I say... Hey, one last quick question before we get off. And and this is a question that has many answers. So just come up with one. Just what's just name one movie. Cause I know we all have multiples, but just give me one movie that you, it's almost like comfort food that you'll just put on. It's for like, like a background, like something you put on in the background. Oh, that's embarrassing. I usually just listen to the silence of my own thoughts, but whenever I do put a movie on, if I were to just put something on to be on in the background. Yeah, like why like say you're doing like, you know, housework or something, you know, like you're doing dishes, laundry, some shit like that, and you just want something on in the background. It's funny because usually I think that I would most likely go to a TV show. Yeah, mainly yours is TV shows. But if I were to do a movie that's just I can I've seen it so many fucking times that me hearing it is me watching it. I know yeah. exactly what the fuck's going on. Yeah. It might be now. It's funny that I say this because I haven't even seen this movie, and no, I have seen it. Because anytime it's on TV, I keep it on it. But the, but the uh, Big Lebowski. There you go for me, Courtney. Oh man, Does honestly, it? that it's like a toss up. But I'm 
such a basic bitch. It's either Adam's Family or um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And, and I've got I've got multiples also, so I'm just gonna give one because we may this question may come up again in another episode. Um, but one of the, my go tos would be like the Burbs. Yeah, I just like I love that movie, and I just can put it on, and it's like, yeah, you know, not the best movie ever, but man, it's just enjoyable. Yeah, and it's got you know good fucking actors in it, and. It's a fun movie. I love the birds. Yeah. And like I can put it on any time. Like if I'm doing laundry or some shit, I can just have it on in the background. And I don't have to pay attention to it because I've seen it enough times. I know what's going on, like you said. But then it's almost, like I said, it's kind of comforting. Yeah. yeah. Like whenever but, you've seen something so many times, like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off or some yeah. shit. Where you're hearing what's happening and you're fucking seeing exactly how that scene's That's playing like out. It's like visiting an old you know? friend. You get that, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. familiar feeling. It's yep. just nice. That's right. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. We uh, covered Dr. Giggles. It was nice to have you back on again. (laughs) It's nice to have you on again, Courtney. Uh, It was fun. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's always awesome. Yep. So uh, any final words before we get off of here, guys? Not really, man. It was fun. Fun doing it to it. You should have talked about a random Shitty doctor joke. Yeah, you should have. Oh, dude, I really so should have. Really dropped the ball on that one. I really should have. You did. Like, I really wish. Like, I'm not even kidding right now. I really wish I'd have come up with some fucking cheesy doctor joke to end this thing off. Like, well, uh, take two yeah. and call me in the morning, folks. Hey, look, yeah, in post, just throw one of his stupid-ass shits right at the end. <laughs> right before it cuts to the end music. Hey, on the way out, here's what I'm going to say, too, man. You know what fake movie I wish we could have actually got made? Just speaking about the doctor thing. What's it, that? It's from Seinfeld. Prognosis negative. Oh, man. I know, right? <laughs> it, Dude, it's, it's I would funny. watch that movie. But that's it's it. It's funny that you mentioned yeah. Seinfeld because I'm, she, she's going to start making shirts. She got this little machine to make shirts and everything, and I want to get her to make me a Monk's Cafe shirt. I think it would be so great. I'm going to try it. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. I mean, I mean, if it's like your costumes, I mean, you should probably do well. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. I feel like I should, I should oh, be yeah, able should. to figure it out. Yeah, very, I mean, very that hard. Yeah, because the costumes are fantastic. Dude, I'm. the boys are aging out of that shit, and it's getting sad. I'm going to have to find other people's kids to make costumes for us. We're <laughs> just walking well, up to random fucking but, people at Walmart. <laughs> hey, can I make your kid's costume? Well, it's going it, to be bloody. If you post, I mean, like, and I know you got them on your Facebook and, and all that, and everybody that's seen them, I'm sure has all said the same thing. Like, they're amazing. I mean, you could probably get people to fucking pay you for that. Yeah. She actually that, has thought about that. Now that it's year. not your own kids, you can make some money off of it. Right. And the then animatronic t- costume that I made for Lucas, I looked one up on eBay and it was like, I don't really like saying it, but I mean, it was so shitty in comparison to the one that I did, but it was the same yeah. character. That bitch sold for $798. There you go. What the fuck? Like, if that's what that made, I could have easily made $1,500 on my then, own. You know, it's it's funny because I have thought about the fact that if we ever did end up, like, deciding to actually try to make a movie, not that that's been discussed or anything, only in my head, yeah. you know, that she would definitely be um, FX department. You know well, what I mean? More importantly than that. She's creative. What I was going to say is... Is because obviously once you start like doing these costumes and making money for 
yourself, you know, you're, you know, Hayden's going to be like, Oh mom, this is cool. I remember you used to make me costumes, make me another one. Then you're going to have to be like, sorry, son, your mom's making money now. Get out. <laughs> you're going to have to pay me $1,500. Yeah. Right. You got to pay for this shit now. Someone tried to order one last year, but they did it too last minute because they wanted an animatronic, but it was like they ordered it or wanted to order it at the end of September. Like, ain't no fucking way. There's no way. That shit took me months. Yep. Yeah. All right. But anyways. That's, uh, that's it for this episode, though, everybody. Thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. Bye, fellas Bye. and ladies. Bye.